You're listening to Lady Balls Daily. We're coming at you seven days a week with advice and inspiration to help you live your most fucking epic life. I'm your host, Connie Constantine. Welcome back, babes. Over the next several days, we'll be sharing the launch of our Nut Up or Shut Up series, which originally aired in June 2017. We'll be joined by one of my most dear mentors and spontaneous hooray shouters, Scott Schwank. Join us as we discuss the masculine and feminine energies in all of us, meditation, clairaudience and empathy, tapping into an infinite energy source, and a simple secret to a happy life. We're going to be discussing a lot of resources in these shows, so make sure to check out the show notes at ladyballsdaily.com to get all the goods. All right, here we go. Lady Balls Nation, welcome to the very first Nut Up or Shut Up feature. This series will be highlighting men who support and encourage women to own their power. Today's guest has been a huge influence in my life because he's helped me establish a consistent meditation practice. And I'm pretty sure he's helped me levitate, at least once or twice. Okay, maybe that last part is not true, but Scott Schwenk is the real deal. He's a leader whisperer, master coach, and meditation teacher who will help you wake up, grow up, clean up, and show up. He currently leads meditation and breathwork at Wanderlust Hollywood and also serves private clients. Welcome, Scott. I am so excited to have you on the show. I'm so happy to be here. I'm really, really stoked to be here. I've been thinking about this for days. Oh my gosh. I'm, I'm so excited to get going into this. Okay. 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 So we will get going. Speaking of somebody shutting up, I will, so you can talk, but, um, okay. So we're going to be discussing the importance of balancing masculine and feminine energies, specifically in the midst of the rise of the divine feminine. But first I'd love to hear more about your story, how you got on the path to where you are today. Um, like did little Scott always know he wanted to be a leader whisperer? <laughs> In some ways, yeah. And and I think it started out, you know, slightly tongue in cheek as just not wanting to be told what to do. When I was little, I was famous for saying, you're not the boss of me, looking up at people much taller. <laughs> and I'm a Capricorn, so I like to kind of forge my own path, even though I like to be supported. So it did start there. And from a very early age, my parents were already taking me to the YMCA and I got very, very deeply involved at a young age in their leadership program called the Leaders Corps, uh, and becoming a counselor in training for the camps and things like that. So it did start really young. And also as a little boy, I didn't know what it was, but I was clairaudient. I could hear when people were saying one thing but thinking another. Interesting. And that really caused me to seek and try and figure out what was up with life, that there was something was going on that people weren't talking about that was present and I had to find out what. Wow. That's the thing. That is so fascinating. Yeah. And not easy to grow up with either because, you know, as a little boy, I'm supposed to be doing what I'm told and, and by the caretakers. And I found myself, you know, with different babysitters or after school sitters, I would act out to get kicked out when I found them consistently thinking one thing and saying another. So how did you explore that? Like, how did you discover what was up with that? And it wasn't until about 14 years ago, May 19th, when I had my first breathwork session Mm -hmm. with uh, a mentor and friend named David Elliott, who I ended up apprenticing to for like nine years. In that very first session, he looked at me and says, you know, you're clairaudient, don't you? And I, I said, what's that? 
I knew about other forms of intuition, clairvoyance and um, clairsentience. I'd never heard of clairaudience. I didn't know what it was. And he said, you know, that voice, that voice you hear in your head. And it tripped me out because I'm like, well, how the heck does he know that? <laughs> and I realized he was deeply clairaudient too. So mostly, aside from him telling me that, it's been just paying attention to it closer and closer and closer and learning how to tell what's what, who's who, what am I thinking or feeling for myself and what am I thinking or feeling for other people? And what it, what of what of it is each of us has a piece of this pie. I'm still learning. I'm still working it out, especially the empathy piece. You know, like so many people that come to my classes, super super empathic could feel other people's body sensations and emotions as my own. So that was its own learning curve. Right. So oh go ahead, I'm sorry. I was just going to say so so learning to handle these sensations mm-hmm. also was a big piece of my drive to just feel better. Because that was I could walk into a big public space in a great mood and suddenly feel crappy and not know why. Interesting. So how did that is that what led you to all the time in the monastery like that got you started with diving that deeper was into further down the road right. and related to our podcast and and really supporting women to thrive right and be awake my uh my mom basically single-handed single-handedly raised me after 11 while trying to build her own career from the ground up she didn't finish her bachelor's at the time that she was raising me and she worked her way from being uh, a secretary, an administrative assistant at Bausch & Lomb in Rochester, New York, all the way up to starting a wholly owned subsidiary for First Federal Savings and Loan and being a vice president there wow. of cor- corporate training and went on to become you know, a very, very gifted executive coach and corporate trainer for other companies. She's now retired. So my learning about leadership was f- through a woman, through my mother. Right, And she's who handed me my first books on spirituality, really. Richard Bach, who wrote uh, one of my all-time favorite books called Illusions, The Adventures of a Reluctant Messiah. And uh, one of Shirley MacLaine's books, actually, Dancing in the Light. And in that book, Shirley mentions going to a woman by the name of Chris Griscom in Galisteo, New Mexico, for these really intense acupuncture sessions that she would find herself having memories that seemed like they were alternate or other lifetimes that she had lived and coming out of these sessions free of baggage more and more with each one. So I hunted down Chris's books and that's really how my path began is going zigzag from one book that mentioned somebody to another book to a teacher and started taking classes and meanwhile, you know, deep diving in the United Methodist Church, where I was part of the youth group, and uh, two years in a row gave the sermon to the entire packed cathedral on Youth Sunday. So there was always many points going on in my development. It's kind of mind blowing how it all came around me. Is I certainly didn't construct it all. Right. That's yeah. That's a lot. And so, so really, you were following your mother's not following your mother's path but she's who inspired you spiritually and it sounds like to get into your executive coaching career yeah for sure and she was always handing me books when i moved uh i I lived with my father up until the seventh grade and when i moved 
from South Carolina, where I was with him for a year, up to New York again to be with my mom, one of the first things she did, knowing I was going into a new school, was hand me a copy of Dale Carnegie's How to Win Friends and Influence People. So she was always giving me these books, whatever she was reading, um, for business and encouraged me. So as early as you know, middle school, I was reading these things and learning how to love myself more and how to get along in a world where I felt so other. And I felt really other most of my life. And part of that feeling of otherness, I ended up unwittingly creating a boundary or a shield or something between me and other people to try and feel safe. It wasn't conscious. It was a way to not have to try and feel everybody else's stuff. Right. But what ended up happening is it kept me feeling separate and distant and not enough to belong. Mm-hmm. So how so that was you- an well, that was the other piece of what really drove me um, to get more help from mom or other teachers and books is like, all right, I want to be part of this world. I want to have connection. I want, I'm a relational creature, but I also want to have the space to be who and what I am, whatever that might be, and to, to fully blossom. So how did you break through that? I mean, I know it's not an easy yeah, it was love trial and error. Yeah. And frankly, you know, having people come around at different points, at key points, who are willing to speak the truth to me and say, hey, you know, um, it's clear you've got some gifts, but it's also clear that you can be obnoxious or you can be really arrogant or you can just be really shut down and nasty. And, you know, I know your heart is good, but these things about you just are taking away from that, that goodness. So here, try this out or here, read this little chapter or hey, let's sit down and talk about like what's behind that and see if we can get you some more freedom. Are you ready to dive into meditation? That's what we're going to be talking about tomorrow. Also, if you're interested in the breath work, the transformational, life-changing breath work that Scott was talking about in the show, he's actually got a free course coming up. So go to ladywellsdaily.com. I have it listed under the favorites section and you can get hooked up there. All right, we will see you tomorrow. Ballsy Babes Unite. If you're down with our vibe, make sure to go to ladyballsnation.com and sign up for our insider's newsletter. And don't forget, new episodes drop every day. So make sure to hit that subscribe button and you'll never miss a single one. Random Connie, fun fact. Okay, maybe it's not that random, but as I was editing this episode for the re-release today, I realized I think I might be clairaudient too. Like I think I really especially was more in tune as a little kid and it's tripping me out that I never realized it until now. So let me know. Let me know how you feel about that. Do you resonate? Did that resonate with you? I would love to hear your answers. Maybe I already know them, but you're not, you're saying something else, but I'm hearing a different thing. Anyways, just kidding. No, but really, I'd love to know. So let me know. Drop me a note on the socials, Lady Balls Nation or ladyballsdaily.com and just hit the contact button. Okay. Love you. See you tomorrow.